Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. How are you, Hector? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Getting ready to uh, fly out tomorrow to Atlanta. Yeah, what are you doing out there, man? Another art adventure. Oh, doing, that's cool. Uh, yeah, doing a uh, uh, street painting. Have so. you got an idea what you're going to paint? Yeah, so um, uh, my buddy and I, we, uh, uh, my buddy Ken, we do chalk guys. Um, yeah. We do stuff like that. So we, uh, a number of years ago, we did a 3D piece here at the Lake Worth Street Painting Festival that was um, uh, Beatles, Abbey Road. Right. Um, and it was literally like a big crosswalk with the Beatles in 3D. I feel like I've it. seen it. I feel I'm like sure you have. It's, yeah, it's yeah. circled the internet about 3 billion times already. It's probably our most famous piece. Right. Um, and so um, we just thought it'd be funny to do a throwback to that one. So right. we're, we're doing Beatles, Abbey Road with the Beatles crossing the street again. Oh, cool. But, but they're actual Beatles, like the, bu- <laughs> like the bugs themselves. Nice. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> that sounds like uh, fun. It would be funny. So. That's yeah, cool. But, but it's, a, it's a ridiculous, stupid size again. You know, it's like, uh, I think this is like 16 by 26 or something. So it's huge. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be an all weekend thing. I've been researching getting solar power all week. Oh yeah, how's people that going? come around. Okay, it's, I'm just really worried that I, I don't want to get conned. You know what I mean? So I'm just being extra careful with it. But are you worried that you're going to like run out of sun here in Florida? <laughs> well, not that. I just every time I get builders to do anything for me, it, like I it's always a hassle. Sticky. Well, yeah, and I've been I've been screwed over before, so I'm being real. Careful. It's it's kind of ridiculous down here in Florida. I don't know what the deal is, but I feel like I, I feel like nobody either nobody wants to work or I don't I don't know I don't know what the what the deal is, but I feel like more often than not. When you get contractors, they they start the work and they never finish. <laughs> yeah, so, you got to be yeah. careful for sure. Yeah, so I'm being sure. super fastidious about it. Yeah, man. Sure do your, do your, it yeah, do your research. Make sure you get a good good company in there. Yeah, so. Well, we got um, uh, Lewis and Stevens from Reggae Lou and the Kind Buds. How are you doing, guys? Good, great, man. How yeah, cool. So um, you guys uh, stepped in last minute because uh, we had a cancellation, and I can't thank you enough because uh, you you were already on the list. I'd already sent you a thing saying, "Oh, we've got to get you on here," and it just so happened that you guys could do it tonight. So thank you so much for coming. Yeah, really That's appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you saved our asses. So, actually, you were the first people I asked, and you just said yeah straight away. So it was just awesome. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah, man. So um, you guys play. Um, you're a local, but also touring like. Re- reggae act and um you guys seem to be doing a lot like the internet's just blowing up with different stuff you're doing lately so it seems like you're yeah, we've been busy yeah really pushing it it's great so we have some questions that we always ask you um and the first one is uh and i guess we can just go one at a time i'll ask you first luke um what uh why did you start playing music and what were the influences around your very early formative musical years um, my grandmother played in the church as an organ player, right? But she also played squeeze box in a band, a polka band. Cool. That is the most <laughs> rad answer we've had and, yet. <laughs> and she was she was just a cool hippie chick. And yeah. my uncles, they all grew weed in the back of my grandmother's house. And right. it was in California, where a part of my neighborhood was really chill. Right. And everybody that well, at least that my mom's side. And right. She uh, she played like every night with all of her friends at our that's house. That's great, and that's how I grew up. And so, were you playing with music at these kind of parties and stuff like from a young age? Yeah, and yeah, then cool. a buddy of mine was a trumpet player. At like twelve, he was getting taken to shows in San Francisco that were like huge ska shows, and he yeah. was playing trumpet with these huge bands. Oh, that's wow. cool! And one time, we all got to go with him. Yeah. And it was like just an amazing experience. At twelve years old, I was like, yeah. "This is 
this is what music is all what's about. Up. Okay. Yeah. This is what I want to do. I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing that. So um, you're from since. California? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Where, where did you grow up in California? Sacramento. Right, okay. Yeah. Cool. I've only been out there a couple of times, but I'd love to go more. I've only been there to play, obviously. You know. yeah. yeah, that's awesome, man. Like, um, So what kind of music was your... Uh, was your mum, your parents listening to when you when you? Uh, oh, my parents were more like eagles and stuff. But my right. my grandmother was probably more of uh, the person that I would um, follow after as far as her musical taste went. And it was That's like cool. it was like Beach Boys, right. And Beatles and right. And yeah, when I was twelve, the same kid, the trumpet player, gave me. A legalize it CD by Peter Tosh, right? And that's when I was like, "Oh, I just I love reggae." Yeah, like, that's rad. that's a great CD. That's a great record, and, and it really was. And there was just so much in the message of that album, yeah, that I could like align with, and it was sure. very empowering. And I I was started to kind of model myself as much as I could after that. You know, just yeah. trying to take in all of the the right ways of. Doing things ethically, you know. Yeah, I think that um, you know reggae is it's as much it's a it's a it's all encompassing. It's not just music, you know. It's oh, a way yeah. of life. Absolutely. Totally. Totally. Absolutely. So like, yeah, I know that, and it's one of those things where I know that when I was younger, you know, I really got into reggae in a big way, and and you either sort of st- get more and more into it until it becomes. Becomes you kind of thing, mm-hmm. or you go in a different route. Clearly, you you're the former. <laughs> you yes. went with it, which definitely. is awesome. Yes. That's super cool. I'm definitely doing the same. Yeah, yeah. What were your <laughs> early musical influences, Stevens? Um, I got lucky. I got to experience it more so in middle school. Um, right. I was just walking by one day, going through lunch, and they had this little assembly, I guess, for the high school. And I was in middle school and. They literally had a trumpet, jazz band, and everything going. And I was like, you know what? I want to do that. I want to play drums in the jazz band and do whatever it takes to be on stage and, and have fun. Yeah. Cool. It looks fun. And yeah. That's all I ever want to do is have fun. So yeah, music brings that out of me. So you played drums? When I first started, yes. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're a multi-instrument. Can you play a bunch of different stuff? Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I could play French horn, trombone, um... I tend to stick to trumpet. Though. Yeah, I, I love that. Thing. Trumpet is a beautiful instrument. Yes, it is. Yeah, for sure. My brother's a trumpeter, and I, I ended up on the sax. And my brother was trumpet, and I definitely was jealous of him sometimes. <laughs> I still am. <laughs> he still plays it. He's great oh, at man. it. Yeah. Do you have any uh, trumpet heroes? Um, right now, I'm I'm actually learning a lot more about trump trumpeters. To be honest with you, yeah. I used to look at old timers, but yeah. recently I've been looking into. This one kid, I'm kind of basing on his name, but he yeah. followed after uh, Wynton Marsalis a lot. Right. But he was right under him, and he's a trombone player. Right. What's uh, you you told me about him? Trombone shorty or something like that? No, somebody else told you to learn his one of his songs one time or asked no. you. Trombone shorty though. Yes. Trombone shorty. Okay. That guy to right. me. And when he was even like 12 years old, he was playing with Winter Marcellus, his big band. Yeah, so wow. it's like, That's whoa, you're playing with a big band at 12 years old, and then you see him growing up, and he's killer on both. Yeah, wow. He's doing exactly what Win was doing when Win was big time in it. So yeah, it's like, yeah. I need to follow that step. That's, That's what awesome. I'm doing. <laughs> so, um, when, you, as a band, 
do you guys do you guys write music together? How does it? What's your writing process? I had a whole bunch of songs that I wrote that right. I brought to this band, right. and then we all started writing together, and then we'd bring new songs to the table all the time. Right. Like that was the thing, and then I don't know. As of recent, it's just been me and him. And okay, we've been, we've been writing all of the new material together. I think we've written like seven or eight songs recently, mm-hmm. and. They're all very island style, very sure. um, calypso feeling, and yeah, almost yeah. like um, like somebody said it again the other day, and I was like, oh, <laughs> it's like um, a little bit of Simon and Garfunkel feel to it, like some oh, some cool. coming into that, like yeah. faster calypso, but it's also like a like a soca Cecilia tune. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's what yeah. a lot of our music ends up uh, coming out like right now. I don't yeah, know. Okay. It's, Cool. Just a mixture like, of influences. After a while, it just starts becoming whatever it is. You know? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I play Cecilia in my solo set when I play out. That's I love great, that song. Yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. such a tune. Simon Garfunkel are just unbelievable. This yes, is, you they know, are. Yeah, the only Sometimes. living boy in New York is just such a cool song. Mm-hmm. I love you. Yeah, that one's my mm-hmm. favorite. Yeah, yeah, I love that stuff. Um, so when you're at like at home, do you even though like you're playing so much out? I like asking this to, you know, adults who kind of do this for a living. Do you practice, like, oh, guitar? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Like, what, how do, do you have, like, I've an approach to to the it? point where I don't just practice guitar. Uh, I'm, like, trying to produce music all the time now. So yeah. I'm practicing at least once a week with him, usually. Mm-hmm. And we'll be playing keys, playing yeah. the bass lines, playing the guitar parts, playing the trumpet part, playing the every position in the band's part and then just really like building that up and then giving that to our bandmates and do like so when you guys are writing together you're you're literally writing all the parts yeah drums that's cool we're literally producing it everything and then (laughs) do you you use um electronic drums or do you play them in um, both, to both, be honest yeah, with you. Yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah. Depends on how we're feeling that day. Yeah. <laughs> That's we're, awesome. We're, we've also been working a lot with this guy, Rob Roa, from Roundabout Records. I don't know if you know who he is, but okay. he works in um, Del Rey. He owns a company there, and his mixing has been really epic lately so oh, that's we, awesome and he's just a he's become a friend of us now for the last year and it's like yeah i don't know it's that's his, huge the work. Album his that work we're is, writing with him is really good it's yeah. awesome he'll just sit with a, one of our songs that we'll we'll bring it in like we'll do all so of you'll the, do the track. tracking yes yeah. yeah give it to him he does mm-hmm. all the mixing like within an hour it'll be a whole different song and we're just like, yeah what the i know <laughs> <laughs> i hear that yeah. it's you know that with mixing is it's an art, you know. It's, it's yeah, an really art and a science. It's almost like another instrument. Like, yeah. It really is. Like, well, yeah, but when you find somebody, I mean, that's huge for you guys. When you find somebody that, that you resonate with that has um, you know, that has a good ear for mixing, that, that is good with the art form, but that also understands what you want to do with the music. And yeah. you, like you said, you could just bring the tracks to him, and then he gives you back something, and you go, yes. That's, that's, that's what I that's wanted what out of every wanted. single time. Yeah. Yeah. And it keeps me out. Yeah, like, that's, that's huge. Like when you, when you partner up, up with somebody like that, <laughs> that's good. amazing. Yeah. He's that's a good really energy, cool. definitely. Yeah. With No Name Scar Band, we did that. We tracked it at my house and got the guys at Power Station to mix it. And... Um, I think when it's something that's really close to you, 
it's difficult to mix yourself. Mm -hmm. It's like you go crazy, like over mixing it almost. Yeah, over one yeah. little spot. Yeah, like over and over. It's like yeah. you spend sort of you know two weeks on the snare. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> I know what. Only that's to like. realize you didn't have a snare track. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder it took so long. And it's always better to have a different ear to yeah. help. For sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I say that to other people who say that they're, you know, recording themselves. I'm like, at least have someone else, you know, look it over because sometimes the thing you're missing is right in front of your face. Mm -hmm. you know? So what's the, uh, like, what when you are doing it at home with your home studio, what what setup are you using? Logic. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah on a That's Mac. Yeah. What, what um, interface have you got? Focus right. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Cool. What kind of mics are you using? Um, Sennheiser. Sennheiser's. Right. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, sounds yeah. legit. Um, is it just a kind of like a second bedroom kind of studio setup situation? It's in the RV. We built uh, one into the tour bus. Not, RV, not the, the RV, the tour bus. bus. Yeah. That's he put awesome. it. We built it in a tour bus. He put it in a tour bus. And it's set up to where it's like, it's not just a studio. Is it okay if I say this? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> um, but like, if when you first come in the bus, like, you could record a band. Yeah. Like when you That's walk awesome. in, you, you know, get it, you could track drums right there. You could set up like a, a bass player and like have mics and, and then run it all the way back to the room where the studio is and, and have interface and talk to each other. And oh, wow. Just like it's so cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it's so cool. But can you do it while the bus is rolling? Yes. And it's amazing. And it's completely <laughs> surrounded in. Like it's oh, all wow. we, so it's literally something through the whole thing and it's sound dampened so nicely and just like oh. we we oh, record until four, six in the morning about four and a half five six months. in the I've morning my butt off next to like a like, house yeah. but never get called cops or anything because they can hear shit yeah wow <laughs> really that's fun. the dream right there that's that's right there well that yeah, way yeah, we studio on wheels festivals too you know and just be like. Hey man, we got a whole studio in our bus. You go want to come and do a track with us? Like, <laughs> yeah. We've always talked about doing it. Now we have the ability to just do it right, right now. Quick. Yeah, it's, it's not a stress. Yeah. You want yeah, to? You start well, calling okay. people's bluff, you man. Sleep? People yeah, are like, yeah, yeah, man, I'll record with you sometime. You'll be like, I got a studio. And they'll be like, oh, let's go. Crap. <laughs> you hit a button and like the window opens up from the tour bus and they see the studio. And like, like right there. It's, it's like twenty five steps. It's like, oh, that's like musician science fiction dream, man. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, really cool, man. it's awesome, man. One thing he's always said to me when I first started with him, um, when you go on stage, it's about presence. You need to be having fun. Yeah. If you're not having fun, don't do it. Yeah, um, yeah and it shows, too. It's like uh, you could be playing pretty awful music. If you like having a good time, people are into it. They're just, they're, it's mm -hmm. contagious. Mm -hmm. You know what it's like? It's like when we're doing the, we were just doing the sound check then. And 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 Justin had us all laugh. Yeah. But all, like if you all just if you all just laugh, all of a sudden you, it puts you in a good mood. Yep. And that it, it's you know that kind of body language is infectious. And like you know, is exactly what you're saying. Is you, you know, if you come at it with a with a good with a good vibe like that, it just the, oh, the people who are watching you just they're, they're having a good time, and you know the night is good. Yeah, oh no, your energy definitely transfers, you know, transfers. Sure. We, had a, we, we, had, <laughs> we had we had a we had a show um Saturday, I guess it was. Um and man, I was having the I was just having the worst time with my sound um on my stand up bass. I just uh -huh. I couldn't get the right sound. Everything sounded like mud. Uh, yeah, my hearing's going like starting to go and I just had the hardest time hearing. I have a bad habit of 
when I have a hard time hearing, I get in a bad mood, and then it's like, you know, I get like this sourpuss face, and I just frown, or I just play, uh. you know, whatever. And I wasn't looking at anybody, I wasn't making eye contact, but it was obvious. I mean, it was obvious. The guys were like, are you okay? You know, it was obvious. Second half of the show, we tweaked, so we talked about it. We tweak some stuff. Suddenly, I can hear, man. And it just made the biggest difference. I'm bouncing around. I'm jamming. I'm having a good time. And you can see the people in the room were having a much better time with us. <laughs> yeah. Like, suddenly, it was just like that yeah. energy just transfers, you know? All yeah. It's, 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 one person is having a bad time. Yeah. Everybody can feel it. Everybody. The, and the big problem is you can't be like, cheer up. If you, say, if you tell someone who's in a bad mood to cheer up, they're like, F you. Yeah. Not, you know what I mean? Yep. It's, not it's, like, it's like saying, calm down to someone. Calm down. That's exactly what I was thinking of when you said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Don't, I've done I that didn't before. mean to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Exactly. Anything but that. Yeah, I've definitely been there. But yeah, it, it is infectious and it's, you know, it. You just in the, yeah in the gig you were talking about. I was just kind of thinking to myself, um, you know, we got to fix this because you know the, yeah the because I was are... dragging the room down I, <laughs> and I knew it. Yeah, well we did fix it. Thank God, so yeah, it worked yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all right. So, can you tell us a little bit about um, the kind of gigs you've been playing, where you've been playing, and uh, and what uh, sort of how much the band is what what the band has been doing and is continuing to do right now. Like, well, like, where have you been playing over the past sort of year or so? Um, <laughs> so, I think that there was a point during the COVID experience, yeah, experiments, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> experiments, um, where we played more than any band in the world. Right. There was a space in time where we were playing more consistent shows than any band in the world. Wow! Like, wow! Like. Because Delray Beach was one of the only places in the world that seemed like it was open. Yeah. And we were playing every, every week, day. almost every day. Right, wow. Seven. Like, dude, there was three weeks off during COVID for wow. us. Wow. That was it. We stayed busy. Yeah. From those three little spots. Right. That gotcha. were just like, oh, we'll put you outside, everybody. It started out three weeks of no music. Then all of a sudden, three weeks after COVID started, the owner was like, bro, you want to just like play outside and we'll serve drinks outside they said we can just like block people yeah. off and do some kind of do not cross this line situation and then yeah. it just started steamrolling another gig another gig another gig yeah and then we stayed busy nobody was playing i was getting like messages from people like what are you doing and i was just like i'm living i got a Four kids. <laughs> I got people to feed, and nobody else is going to do that for me, and I stay busy. So yeah. I'm going to try to do that no matter what it takes, and I did. Yeah. And it was it was good for I all mean, of there us. was a way of doing it, wasn't there? Like, we, we got going relatively soon. We didn't jump straight in, but we got going relatively soon. Actually, for us, it happened at, in a way, like... At a good time, it, was, it happened at a good time. There was a bit of a shift up in band members for us, and and I was kind of uh, uh, shifting up my lifestyle, should we say? Mm-hmm. So it was a good time for for that. And then and then I want to say we we started playing at about September, or like August September. We kind of kicked back into it, and uh, for you know for real. So, uh, so we weren't really stopped for that long either. But we were doing the whole thing where, you know, like... The live stream yeah, shows. distance. We did a bunch of live stream. So actually, um, that's what kicked live music community into gear, nice. was this whole, um, you know, uh, Justin was like... Justin, who owns live music community, saw that live streams were going to become more of a thing and just really kind of hit it with that. 
And now, even though people can still go to gigs, it's just become another thing you can do. Mm -hmm. You know, people are doing live streams. It was funny. It was something that he was always planning on doing, and then the timing of it was just such that he just... You know, went full force with it Boom. at that time, and yeah. it worked out great. Boom! Yeah, <laughs> That's totally. a moment. That's on, awesome. on the subject of which, I'm doing one um, <clears throat> on the 17th of October. So, if anyone wants to see my ugly mug do a live stream, then you can check it out on oh, yeah. 7 p.m. on the on the uh, 17th of October. You guys should come do one. You should come do one at some point. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. We're done. I mean, we're Definitely done. done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to, not trying to like, <laughs> bully you into it on a podcast. I do a podcast. Do it. Do if it you down. Would like, come <laughs> right now. <laughs> if you would like to. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's funny. So, yeah, what, what do you guys have uh, to look forward to? What you guys um, got anything, any plans for the future? <sighs> yeah. Um, you got a tour coming up. We were busy. Buy land everywhere in the world and play music in all of those places on that land. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> we're yeah. going to be really busy. That's, that's what we're going to focus on. for the. I mean, that's where I'm cool. at for the next uh, rest of my life. Yeah. I want awesome. just to be able to give something to my kids. Yeah. Just be like, here, take one of those. Right, and yeah. And wherever you feel comfortable be in that sp- space or go and to a different you. one. Cool. Don't worry about nobody judging you. You got a whole area to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy. That's Just amazing. Don't do nothing crazy. <laughs> Go cut down some trees, build something. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's cool, man. That's our. That's my new phase in life. Like, we play music every day, anyways. So if we're playing for a huge crowd, if we're live streaming, to me it doesn't really matter at this point because we've played so many shows. Like right now, I'm focused on more of like my family what's right. going to happen down the road instead yeah. of i got to get another show cuz i played all the shows yeah sure and, and they're fun yeah but nothing is like building something that's going to be for generations no tell you said the key word right there legacy <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. it's, that's what it's I'm hard to do that do you know oh, yeah. and a lot of people strive for that but nobody really tries to accomplish it and really stick to it, even through the you know the bricks and the downs. And oh, I don't want to get up. <laughs> this man right here, I've seen him play shows with a broken foot. Yeah, straight that's up. Awesome. I'm like, Whatever how are you takes. doing this? I respect someone who works hard, man. It's cool. Doesn't stop. Yeah, that's I, awesome. What's going on with this tour you got coming up? Can you tell us a little bit about that. Ooh. I think. Oh, we're, someone's excited. Yes, sir. <laughs> we're, uh, we're gonna have a blast. I'm. It's like a whole caravan. It's, there's like, and it's all DIY. It's literally, cool. I, I booked mm-hmm. almost every single show except for one that Michael booked in Jersey. That's right. And no booking agent. I did it all through people that I've known or people that I just recently met through the internet. That's like awesome. Facebook is the best thing you could ever use as far as like booking a U.S. tour oh, if you really sure. want to. For sure. And That's how I've done it in the past. Yeah. Exactly. And, even world tours like yeah you can reach out to so many people all over the world at any point like the social media has actually made it for me possible to do whatever i want because somewhere they like our music yeah you know yeah as long as you can find that (laughs) and then some places really like it and they like treat you very well and when that happens that's like the place you want to gravitate well, that, towards, at least once a year. For sure. You know, well, that's the beauty of social media, yeah. though. I mean, like, I, uh, I I do art, artwork and stuff, and so I have artist friends awesome. 
really all over the world. But mm-hmm. I mean, if we were going to talk about the United States, you know, we were talking about putting a, a Killbillies tour together for next summer. And it wouldn't take much for me to reach out to all my friends and say, all right, so we're going to be in this city, this city, this city, and just reach out to people in each one of those cities that I know. And mm-hmm. you, look, you know my band. You've seen us live stream. You've seen whatever. We're, we're locally is a good fit for us, you know, and yeah. and then, you know, wow. hit these places up. Yeah. I mean, it's not difficult, you know. And one if you of the do it for we... a few years, then you can get contracts and yeah. Yeah. any of that, as long as you've got a good squad that's always consistent. consistent yeah. You know? yeah. Another key word. <laughs> all on the same month. Oh, man. <laughs> same wavelength. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. The, the um, can you give us a little bit of an idea of some of the places that you have enjoyed playing the most? Oh, Key West. <laughs> <laughs> Key West is so good. Yeah. yeah. I really um, Key West. Huh? Where do you guys play when you play Key West? <sighs> Southernmost. Yep. Um, Alamorada. Oh, we're going to have to get uh, down there. I, I, I know. Everybody, yeah. everybody that comes on. Spread the dub would just been at the Green Parrot and mm-hmm. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got to get down there. And Victoria plays down there all the time. I yeah. know, it's about time there's, we do. There's a lot of people that go down there. We need to get down there. I played mm-hmm. an Island Marauder one time. That's the only time. Just yeah. once, but yeah, we need to We need to do it. There's a lady there. I can introduce you to that oh, is yeah. really good in Key West. Denise right. Richards, if you're out oh, there. Oh, she's Bob. Big up Denise Richards. Denise Richards. I don't think her last name is Richards. I'm so sorry, Denise. But she is one of the booking agents for a few different spots in Key West. Oh, okay. And she hooks us up uh, in Isla Mirada and some other spots, and she's, yeah, I'll hook you up. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) Good stuff. Good people. Well, listen. Definitely. I'm really excited to uh, hear you guys play. I've, um, I've, I've, you know, I check you out online. I've never managed to get to a show because we're always playing the same times you guys are. So uh, would you mind playing us a couple of tunes? Yeah. Absolutely. All right, totally. let's get at it. Awesome. Lovely. Rising, I 
out of control Living life like this We never grow Take me to the island Take me to the sea Where we'll be vibing Right near the beach Boy, take me to the island Take me to the sea Where we'll be vibing Right near the beach Boy, face. That's when I know I got it right. Face, that's when you know. Everybody calls in love sometimes, baby. I'm in love with you. I got the feeling and rhythm in the rhyme, singing, I'm in love with you. Everywhere we go, people stopping at my show, singing, I'm in love with you. Yeah, you know what we really want to do, singing, 
I'm in love with you, baby, baby, baby. Baby, baby, baby. Well, you know that you're my girl. I'm in love with you. Well, you know you're my whole world. I'm in love with you. Well, you knock me off my feet. I'm in love with you. Well, you make me a better me. And I'm in love with you, sunshine. Baby, baby, baby. sponsored by Paddy Max Irish Pub and Restaurant. It's a great place on, on Military Trail um, in Palm Beach Gardens. And um, it's really important to us. We've been playing there for 10 years at least. It's our and, home away from home. Man. Yeah. And we always do the uh, St. Patrick's Day um, festival that they have outside every year. And it is just such a cool place. He who runs the place is a really great guy, really positive dude. And uh, they have... You know, it sounds a little bit self-serving to say they have good music there, but in my opinion, they have good music there. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, he, it's cool that you know they they keep the kind of the roots and the, and the folk stuff going in in Palm Beach Gardens, and we can't um, thank them enough for that. Plus, they have really great food and really good um, drinks on tap. The bar is fully stocked. Yeah, it's a cool place, man. Like the food's great, isn't it? Oh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculously good. Um, yeah. I, I just yeah, I mean, I've had food there a few times now and it's it's always been good but yeah, yeah it's always it's always a good time it's always packed um i you know we, yeah. the crowds when we play they're always fun they're always so energetic and fun exactly it's our favorite place to play and i think one of the things that i i've said i said this um last time um last week but the thing that i like about it is you get irish pubs here where you kind of feel it's a little bit kind of plastic and a bit sort of like you know plastic leprechaun in the corner this place is not like that it's just like a pub that you would find in Ireland it's, it's, it's got a really good vibe and um, it doesn't feel like a theme pub it just it feels like feels like you're just oh, at the pub feels authentic exactly yeah, it feels yeah. very authentic so. exactly yeah. it's a really good vibe and uh, I couldn't uh, that, there's no praise that I could give that would be enough I just love that place we're in there all the time yeah um, alright so uh, the, the next uh sponsor we have is uh, Harmony Management. You want to tell them a little bit about that? Hector? Yeah, uh, Harmony Management. Um, Harmony Management, does it overwhelm you to walk into your small business or home or office? Sometimes all you need is just a little help, and that's where Harmony Management Group can help you, offering anywhere from just a few hours a week of office help, uh, basic office tasks like filing, organizing, or anything like full-service business offerings, as in bookkeeping, payroll, tax services, data entry, scheduling, invoicing, and much, much more. Uh, Mary over at uh, Harmony is uh, slowly becoming the go-to accountant for artists and musicians because of her understanding of the music and art business, and she actually does a lot of stuff for us. 
Uh, she can service all your business needs, tailor your plans to specific business spectrum, whatever it is you need. There's no stress, no need to stress or worry about any of the little things in your business or the big things for that matter. Take a deep breath and call Mary at Harmony Management Group at 561-420-5652. That's Mary at Harmony Management Group, 561-420-5652. Tell her Hector and Ben from 561 Music sent you. You won't be disappointed. In fact, you'll be relieved you did. Let Harmony Management Group put the zen back into your life. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah big shout-out to Mary. She's, big um, shout she's out. a she's a good friend and um, has been endlessly helpful for us. Absolutely. So the final sponsor we have is uh, Handlebars Bar and Grill. It's a restaurant that um, my father-in-law, Peter Pinello, has revitalized. It used to be called Judy's. It's um, on US1 in Sequesta. It's a biker bar and um, has live music um, on Saturdays. We're trying to kind of refine the music a little bit now. So um, from November onwards, we're going to have... a bike night on the second Thursday of every month and music on Saturdays. But that's what we're doing from November, um, and we're going to stick to that. So if you want to come and check out the music, come on Thursday, the second Thursday of every month or Saturdays from 6 to 9. And um, we also have fantastic food in there. Bernsey, the chef, does a great job. Um, and uh, and Jamie um, behind the bar is a good laugh too, and she's been helping us out so much. And so if you want to go in and see some of the... Uh, like more colorful locals of Jupiter and Sequesta is a great spot. And you get the, uh, all sorts of interesting bikes come through there. Um, my father-in-law and my, uh, and my brother-in-law, are both huge motorcycle enthusiasts. My brother-in-law is a, he's a motorbike, uh, mechanic. He works for Bob British, Bob's British bikes. Shout out to them. And you'll see a lot of the bikes that are worked on in Jupiter come through handlebars. So there's always some interesting stuff to check out. And also rat rods and, you know, interesting classic cars. So if you're into that kind of thing, you should come and check out Handlebars Bar and Grill. All right. So uh, those were some uh, great songs you just played. Can you tell us a little bit about the two songs you just played? (coughs) Well, um, Living Easy was always a song that, uh, oh, wait, no, I didn't do that Mm -hmm. one. (laughs) <laughs> Never mind. We we were going to do that. Yeah, um, Take me to the islands yes. was yeah, a was song it. that uh, I originally was always dreaming. Like I'm just gonna like live in the islands. Like, yeah, that's that's the goal, especially for somebody who plays reggae music. Like that's that's what we, uh, right. I should be right. It's Mecca for reggae. I wrote, that, <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote that song for that reason and. Florida's been definitely the closest thing to the island feel in the vibe and the culture. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like an hour off the coast you used to get to the, you know yeah. what I mean? We're South Florida is very island vibe. Like, yeah. Really I mean, it's no, it's no coincidence that we have a lot of reggae bands on this podcast, you know? Yeah. Because, yeah. like, there's a lot of reggae down Because there's a huge reggae scene here yeah, in Florida. Sure. It fits really well. Yeah, here, you know? yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, at one point we were like, oh, we're getting too many reggae bands. But the thing is, it's it's just representative. Because the only reason we're getting a lot of reggae bands on here is because there because, are a lot of reggae Because there are a lot of reggae bands. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Nothing wrong with that, you know? Yeah. 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 What yeah, was that's... the other tune you played? Um, I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. Yeah, uh, yeah that was a jam. Yeah, yeah, sure. that, was a, that was a fun song. Is there a story <laughs> behind that? Um, is it just a straight-up love song? 
Yeah, that's like our, just our fast gospel reggae song. Like, it gets like everybody jumpy. Oh, yeah. Like mm. It was hopping. All right, mm-hmm. P2. <laughs> yes, I Yes, all right, P2. Now, you had said something. Uh, you had mentioned something earlier that uh, that's the first time that you've recorded that. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so that was a five, five six one music exclusive, right? There you go. <laughs> yeah, we'll make sure to put that in the uh, in, in the, the notes. The notes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a recent song that you've written? No, no. we did that. A just while just ago. haven't yeah. just haven't had a chance to record it then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. gotcha. Um, I did forget to tell you guys something though. Like, I I've only lived here for two years. So I don't know if you right. know that or not. But um, I mean, I did notice that like all of a sudden there was a lot going on about you and your band and it and it did seem to go from like I hadn't I was like oh how come I hadn't heard of him and that's why because he wasn't here (laughs) (laughs) Um, Florida like changed everything for us like we moved here thinking oh this is gonna be rad you know it's a it's a whole different environment and we moved here from San Diego we drove here in a 40 or 34 foot RV me and my lady and four kids wow and we're leaving here with a lot more yeah, there you go. And you came, you saw your comedy. Flor- <laughs> it's because of Florida. Like they, everybody here took care of me. Yeah, man, that's they, awesome. They, yeah. they let us play everywhere up and down this whole state, and yeah. everyone was super, like, inviting and literally still made. Are. Very still are. We're trying to tell them, hey, we're going to be taking a different, you know, venture, and they're like, yo, just come back. Yeah, yeah. whatever yeah. you okay. want. Whatever you want. That's we fine. Got a spot for you, like, and that's it's a beautiful thing, dude. That's mm-hmm. this place is. Has made it so we, I can follow my dreams, like that I originally initially set out for. You know, yeah. well, it's a testament to the fact you can tell when someone means it. You know, and like things, things tend to fall into place when you're kind of following your true path. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and you really do mean it. And it's very obvious, and 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 that's all people need to kind of, you know, pe- pe- people will roll out a red carpet for you if you seem like you're. If you're honest and you and you mean it, you know, mm-hmm. that's how it seems. It's gone for me wow. anyway. That's how it works. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and you find yourself aligned with your uh, with your true destiny self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. With true self. Like totally. sometimes it, there's distractions that come into all of that too. But as long as you have that like main focus, I notice as long as I have that that longevity focus for that same thing that i see materializing constantly yeah like the manifestation is easy because all i do is just focus on that and yeah stuff tries to jump in the way but yeah. it's like oh, it doesn't really Excuse matter me. too much because i'm just me. doing this <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got that thing to do yeah <laughs> kind of like road, riding a motorbike keep your eye in the distance exactly. <laughs> and it'll dodge you'll be things that's great <laughs> so um all right yeah um the last thing is uh oh no we've got a couple of things left on First one is let's take a look at your pedal board. You had quite an interesting thing. You were looping and stuff. Yeah. I love it if you could tell us a little bit about it. Um, it's dope for the duo shows that we do and the solo shows and stuff. But yeah. For like big band shows, yeah. <clears throat> it's it's the best board I've ever used. Like, oh, cool. Just super versatile. I can just switch from every kind of pedal that I would want, you know, and give it good reverb. Give it, you know tap delay like just um yeah and you everything. got the wire on there and you can use it or volume everything everything yeah, it's all yeah. it's all in one the tap the the tuner's really nice on it too like mm-hmm, i right. i like the head rush it's definitely uh um my favorite so far how long have they been around i i 
This one's passed me by. Uh, I'm not sure. I actually tried another one, the Line Six version. It's right. a little. It was a little bit more expensive than the Head Rush too. Yeah. But it, I, it was just like trying to learn a whole different language. Right. And I was like, man, let me just try the Head Rush and see how that works. And it was so much more user friendly. I was just okay. like, oh, I can pick this and do this. Oh, okay, now it's done. Right. That's then, interesting to know because you know I keep mm-hmm. getting tempted by the these new like sort of uber multi-effects and 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 i don't know why but i'm always, i've got a line six one actually the the one before the the one that came out just before the, the, the this new range of them mm-hmm. and i do i do like it but if you're good with it you might be good at taking the next step up yeah this, maybe i'll have a look at one of these head rushes check it out yeah well, I'm just saying, like, if you're already good oh, with the right. Line 6 one, gotcha. you might actually be able to go to the next Line 6 yeah. and enjoy it. For yeah. me, it was like, <laughs> I never, never use the Line that's 6 me. one. That's me, man. I, I'm, like, oil and water when it comes to pedals. Like, he, he you know, I, I actually, a long time ago, a long time ago, I had gotten a, a loop pedal. And it was just a single boss loop pedal, and I, I, I couldn't figure it out. I mean, there's not a whole lot to it, and I couldn't figure it out. And I got rid of it, and then I got the, the little bit bigger one that's got the two pedals on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, again, I just kept getting frustrated. I couldn't I couldn't do it. And it wasn't until, like, years later now that he, he we were talking about looping one day, and he said he had a spare pedal and let me borrow it. And it wasn't until then that I really just started sitting down and, like, reading stuff and, you know, watching tutorials on YouTube or whatever. But... I, I just have the hardest time with some of these pedals. They you just have a little they, bit of the same thing I have. You have a little bit of that ADD thing where you just kind of like get frustrated. With I do. Them. I know. Yeah. I do. I get frustrated. I'm quick. the same way. How many? Um, oh, it's not on the screen anymore. But how many? Um, uh, like it's got the six buttons across. Does it actually have three sets of loops across, like the boss does? Or oh, no, 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 it this actually is has nothing like the boss. Okay. Yeah, this has a quite simple uh, loop. Around. Yeah, it's yeah. literally just one loop and that's it but you can buy another head rush that has a whole bunch of stuff like the boss did yeah right. like i used to have the rc 300 the that's boss what one. I, that's what i currently use that's for looping it's the business for the loop for looping. it is and then the 500 too now is is really cool too this one's cool to like get off what i'm trying to accomplish right but the rc 300 with another mixer so you can control that reverberation and like uh, I don't know, like maybe uh, just a a reverb pedal that you can make that loud snare sound with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I could create some majestic sounds <laughs> that I yeah, I can't recreate without. But it takes time of sitting in front of that RC three hundred. Yeah, like months and months. I took a I did a whole United States tour by myself right. in an F one fifty with an RC three hundred. Right. And it was literally like the best time of my life. Oh, cool! And that's awesome. That's the Loop Station show is like, yeah, it's it's, it's awesome. It's it, once you start thing. getting, like, it can be just as good as a full band show sometimes. Yeah, yeah. totally. Like, I like the yeah. way. He, yeah, it's yeah. I, I build it up. I got the octave pedal and everything, and I yeah. I beatbox and then do the do the bass line and yeah. play the guitar over the top and everything. Yep, yeah, that's what I did too. Yeah, and I yeah. played sax and trumpet at one point with it. Oh, dope. That's it was cool. ridiculous, and the MIDI keyboard at one point too. So I just play the bass lines on the MIDI keyboard. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, now it's just—he's a multi-instrumentalist. Yeah, yeah, right. it sounds cool. like it. Now, that's not really much anymore. I just play guitar and sing now. Right. That's well, that's awesome. The, yeah, I, I'm tempted. Every now and again, I start bringing loads and loads of stuff out, and then I and then I get sick of it. and I reel it all back in again. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, yeah. It's really easy to do that. Like you know, at one point I was bringing out the looper, a kick drum, a snare drum. 
like all this stuff and trying to loop it all into each other. Yeah, that's what I was talking like about two with and the half sacks hours and the setting up. I had like a table just filled with different things. <laughs> yeah. so I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> Why am I doing all of this? Do people care enough for let me, me to go this far? Let me just yeah. tap on my acoustic and like play the bass lines with the now. Yeah. That's how I am now. Yeah, I can sure. totally relate to that. Yeah. So what shows you got coming up, man? Uh, we're playing a festival with Hinder. Uh, oh yeah, the twenty second. October right. Sun cool. Fusion Fest. And then, um, Where is that? Outside of Orlando, like 45 minutes yeah. in the middle of the woods somewhere. Awesome. Sounds yeah. like a real good time. It should be pretty. <laughs> Supervillains are headlining one of the nights, too. Oh, oh nice. cool. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Supervillains, Hinder, Perpetual Groove. They're right. a really dope yeah. uh, jam band. And uh, there's some other big ones on there, too. They're really cool. But there's like 50, 50 bands, four days oh, festival. Yeah. That's the start of the tour, actually. Yeah. It'll be cool. that show. Stuff's already got got swinging again. I'm back into gradually eking back yeah. into normal yeah. life. I feel mm-hmm. like it's it's pretty close. Man. I'm going to the fest um, at the end of October. It's like a punk rock thing in Gainesville. Nice. Who's Looking playing? forward to that. Well, I'm just going for one day to see my favorite guy, Frank Turner. He's just I just love what he does. He's like an English kind of folk punk guy. Nice. It's already. That it, you know, it, he's just a singer-songwriter at this point. You know, I don't even know. He has a punk aesthetic. He's a he has a punk like attitude to life. But you know, in terms of the way the music sounds, it's not really punk. You know? but I love it. I think you you know you'd really dig it. His lyrics are amazing. That's what I'm going to go do is watch, is watch Frank Turner at the end of the month. So, what gigs have we got coming up? Uh, Friday. Well, I'm out of town this weekend, so you guys have a duo at Brick and Barrel Friday. That's right. And then um, and then I. On Saturday, I'm playing T39 Reggae and Scarfest in uh, Cape Coral. No with name, no name, no name Scar Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, and then you play on Sunday. I think you have a solo Sunday, don't you? I don't think I'm playing. No, not Sunday. this weekend. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, bet and I hope I'm not. That's probably next week. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably next weekend. Yeah, yeah. Frank Turner. Frank Turner. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should check him out, man. He's he's amazing. All right, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. This, yeah. I, the, the, your performance just put a real smile on my face. It was fun, man. Thank you. It was fun. It was bouncy. I like it. And, <laughs> you know, you, you were absolutely lined up for me to get you on in the next couple of months. And it just was turned out to be a wonderful thing that we could get you on sooner because you're a great guest and, uh, and inspiration, actually. So thanks for yeah. coming. It was awesome. Thank yeah. you for having us. We appreciate it. Yeah, it was yeah, awesome. Man. Thanks. It was like, cool. Yeah. Catch you later. Next time.